is Caitlin Darcy, owner of Eros Fine Goods, an online sex toy boutique. And this is Caitlin V. Neal, a sex and relationship coach. And this is The Oral Report, the sexual exploration podcast that goes beyond sex ed, where we share, advise, and make the world a better place, one orgasm at a time. This is Caitlin V. Neal, sex and relationship coach. I specialize in helping men with premature ejaculation to build stamina and confidence. If you love this show and would like to do a one-on-one consultation with me, you can apply for one at CaitlinVNeal.com apply. That's C-A-I-T-L-I-N-V-N-E-A-L dot com slash apply. Hey y'all, this is Caitlin Darcy. And uh, we are continuing week two of doing solo episodes. So since uh, Caitlin and I are both traveling and very busy with work, we decided that we would just do separate episodes. So she recorded hers last week and kind of just gives you a, some insight into you know how we got where we are how in the hell we ended up working in the sex industry. Um, Like she said last week, what qualifies us to do so? So this is Caitlin Darcy, and I am doing my solo episode this week. So essentially, I'm going to kind of start from the beginning. Um, You know, Caitlin talked about how she was basically just a horny kid or a horny teenager, And I kind of feel her on that. We've talked about it before, but it's super common for kids to start masturbating when they're really young. And I was no exception to that rule. So probably by the time I was about four, I would start laying on my hand and I would just go like stick straight. And of course I had no concept that you weren't supposed to do this in public. So I would do it in front of my family members, much to their, um, discomfort, I would say. Um, but they eventually just started calling it rigor mortis when a body dead body gets completely stick straight because that's exactly what I would do. And of course I had no idea what I was doing, But as I progressed, you know, throughout my childhood and things like that, I started to realize, you know, this just feels really good. And to give you some insight, I have two older sisters. So there were constantly, you know, Cosmo magazines or teen magazines lying around the house. So I definitely had more exposure to... um, I guess things that were just a little bit beyond my years. And, you know, Caitlin said she was fortunate enough to not have any um, creepy or, I guess, sexual assault, things like that. I, however, had a creepy neighbor. (laughs) So growing up, uh, there were kids who lived next door, and we would go play with them all the time. Their father ended up thinking it was appropriate to teach young girls about sex through um, Barbie dolls. So eventually, we were not allowed to play over there anymore. 
probably for good reason. I think even as a kid, I had an idea that he was a little bit off, but that definitely put sex on my radar radar at a super young age. So I think between me figuring out I could lay on my hand and that felt great and teen magazines always talking about sex and our creepy neighbor kind of introducing it to me, I feel like I was just exposed to sex at at a pretty young age, but there wasn't shame surrounding it. And even when, you know, all of the stuff went down with the neighbor, you know, my parents were never saying this is bad. They just said, you know, we don't want him to be the one to teach you about these things. So luckily I managed to survive my youth, I guess, without being super scarred about sex. So eventually, you know, we get to high school And I remember in eighth grade hearing about other girls going down on guys. And now I went to our our Catholic school and I had the same 20 kids in my class from first grade to eighth grade. So this was just not something that was going on at our school. But we had friends at the public school and we heard there were certain girls who would do things. I was not ready for that. But... After my freshman year of high school, I had a longtime friend, and he and I had, quote-unquote, dated in preschool, and then in kindergarten, and then in fourth grade. And so after freshman year, I decided, you know what? I think I'm ready to lose my virginity. And so he and I, you know, we were over at a friend's house, just completely unsupervised, And I'm sure we had managed to smuggle vodka from our parents, but I can't even remember if we discussed it or what, but it was just known we were going to lose our virginity to each other. If I had to guess, I probably asked him if he wanted to, and we both decided, sure. But we had a pretty successful first hookup, and we would continue to fool around throughout the years and... He actually went on to date one of my very close friends, so that was slightly awkward, but um, more so for her than me. But it was a good losing my virginity, and I still felt pretty solid about it. But, of course, kids are assholes, and so as time progressed, um, my the guy I'd hooked up with, his cousin actually, we were good friends, But I remember going over to one of our friend's houses at one point. And of course, you know, we were all down in the basement, probably smoking weed or whatever. But I remember walking in and the cousin looks at me and just goes, what's up, slut? And I was so taken aback. It felt like I had been slapped in the face. And again, this is somebody that I had known since preschool. And for him to call me a slut was just so disrespectful. And I just stopped and said, what did you just call me? And he got this little nervous smile on his face. And I just said, don't you ever say that to me again. I have never been one to really be able to claim the word slut because it's always just been such a mean word to me. It's rude and it's unnecessary. And coming from a close friend, 
I thought, oh, fuck no. You will not speak to me that way. So I decided not to let people speak to me that way. And anytime I felt that I was being disrespected or people were using language that I didn't appreciate, I made it known and I would stand up for myself. And that was nice. And I really liked that. And if you guys go way, way back to the very first episode, uh, when I had my other co-host in season one, we played 20 questions and she asked what my number was. And I said, I stopped counting after 60. So I had my lovely promiscuous stage and I would say in college, early college especially, I just slept with whoever the hell I wanted. And it was really, really fun. And I enjoyed it. Growing up a little bit more, I eventually slowed down a bit. And then especially in my probably early 20s, it just kind of lost its uh, luster to hook up with tons of people all the time. And I started wanting more deep connections. And then I'm getting ahead of myself a little bit. But, you know, in my late 20s, then I really, really slowed down. And I was like, mm, yeah, if you don't know me, I don't want to sleep with you. If I don't know you, I don't want to sleep with you. So the whole concept of hooking up with strangers really, really lost its appeal. But it was in, let's see, probably 2012, I had started a new job and I, well, actually, let me back up here. I had started a blog in college and I called it, I'd like to keep this private. And it was a tell all. So essentially, I would take all of these encounters that I had and turn them into humorous little stories. Mainly it started out as a way for my girlfriends to kind of keep in touch and and it was entertaining. It was all for fun. I didn't really keep up with it because once I wrote all the good stories, then I didn't really have very many stories left. And one of the rules of my blog was that every story I told was 100% true. At least 100% true as I remembered it. So of course, in the mundane, it's not entertaining. So the blog kind of fell off. It was still up. It was available. I really didn't tell a lot of people about it because it was very personal. But if you were lucky enough to get to read it, people seemed to enjoy it. So fast forward to that job that I had in 2012, and one of my coworkers was a writer, like a legit writer. And we developed a friendship. And so I told her, I was like, you know, I actually started a blog a while back. I was like, it's not exactly appropriate. And she seemed a little bit conservative. So I decided I'm not going to give her the name. Then I show up at work the next day and she says, listen, I hope you're not upset, but I found your blog and I thought it was really funny and really cool. And then she says, and don't listen to what people say. People can be so mean. And I said, what are you talking about? And she said, well, I found it 
because I googled it and you came up on the dirty. I had no idea what the dirty was, but this was back in the days of Perez Hilton and people generally being complete shitty monsters to one another and outing people on the internet for sport, it seemed. So I finally look it up and lo and behold, somebody, I still to this day do not know who, but somebody decided that they were pissed at me enough to create a post about me on the dirty and essentially said that I was the queen of sleuths because of course if they called me a slut apparently that could be defamation but a slut that's fine so queen of the sleuths and that I was such a whore that I had decided to write about all of my sexual escapades and that uh, I had slept with everybody in my hometown not true. Um, but that also I traveled often. So beware because I could be coming to a town near you soon. <laughs> so that was, you know, shitty. But then people started commenting on it. Luckily, I think there only ended up being about 20 comments. But uh, one of them humorous enough guy goes, I'm from this town and I haven't slept with her. But there were other people asking for nudes and trying to link to my Facebook and things like that. Because that's the thing is I didn't put my name on my blog. And yet I had somebody posting photos of me that they'd taken off my Facebook and posting personal information. This was around the time that I was trying to get legit jobs, nine to five for generally conservative companies. So when you Googled my name and the dirty popped up with a photo of me as about the third or fourth Google search, this wasn't great. So this was one of the, uh, I guess this was the second time after my friend called me a slut. And then the second time to have a complete stranger feel that it was necessary to out me. It just pissed me off and it was hurtful. And I couldn't think of who would hate me that much that they decided to, you know, smear my name. I reached out and tried to get it taken down, but apparently that's not how they work. Luckily, I don't think the site exists anymore. And nor do I want people to Google it because then it pops up higher on a Google search. So just take my word for it, if you will. But I decided eventually when things started to settle down and this story didn't seem so important anymore. I decided, you know what? If people want to call me a whore and think I'm a slut, fine. I'm going to lean in. And that's when I decided to start my own sex toy company. Sex has always been very important to me. And I'm good at it. But I decided I wanted to go into this field. I like sex. It's not going out of style. It's not going out of fashion. It's an incredibly profitable market. And I wanted to do something about it. 
Originally, I wanted to start a lingerie store. And then once I started doing more research, realized that there's a little bit more money to be made in toys. And you don't have to deal with returns. So I decided to start my own company, Eros Fine Goods. Please go check it out. It is www.eros, as in Sam, finegoods.com. And honestly, I just like the name because I think having a fine goods store be dildos and vibrators, I think that's funny. So I decided to lean in and claim my sluttiness, claim my whorishness, and make some money off of it. Also, when in doing my research, I realized that the industry is dominated by men. Most of sex shops are owned by men, yet most of people purchasing are women. And I thought, well, that's fucked up. If I have a vagina and I know what to do with it and I know how these toys feel, I'm pretty sure I can sell things to other people with vaginas better than a man can. So I started my company a year and a half ago, creeping up on two years, but that was really the turning point for me when I decided I love this industry and I'm good at it and I like the education. Caitlin V has much, much, much more academia than I do, but I think we share equal passion and drive for this and I see the importance in it. And it's not just a capitalistic thing why I wanted to start the business. I really want to help people. And I really want men and women to be able to enjoy their sexuality. So we started the Oral Report, the podcast, to educate people. We started it as the educational aspect to go with Eros Fine Goods. And so each week... We talk about a new topic because I firmly believe the more we talk about this and the more we're open and honest about it, the more people will understand that they're not alone, that the issues they're experiencing happen to many, many people. And most importantly, there's something you can do about it. If you're not happy in your sexuality or your sex drive or relationship, you can speak to people. And if you still don't feel like you can speak to people, you can at least listen to us. And hopefully you'll feel not alone and inspired to do something. So I really just want everyone to be happy. And I want everybody to be having great, great sex. So thank you all for your support and please support the store. I will be offering 15% off with the user code Oral 15, O-R-A-L 15, to get 15% off products. I am happy to help uh, lend suggestions to help everybody have a better sex life. So thanks for listening to my story and what inspired me to do this. And I hope that this helps. And I hope you all have great, great sex with yourselves with your partners, and I wish you all happiness. 
for listening to The Oral Report. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Oral Report. And email us at theoralreportpodcast at gmail.com to have your questions answered in a future episode.